the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Of First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Every time I go through a season of trial, tribulation, or suffering, it's my opportunity to identify with Christ's suffering. And then how I respond and act as I go through is an indicator of my spiritual maturity. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something Today I'll continue my series, God is a Healer. This is part nine. It's entitled, Even Now Faith. Even Now Faith. Praise God. Let me give you my public service announcements before I jump in the Word. Number one, I am not God and I don't have all knowledge. God is all by himself and I am striving to get the information and knowledge that he has that I can give, praise God, and you can receive from him. I am not all-knowing, God is. I want you to understand that God can heal anybody at any time using any means. God can heal anybody at any time using any means. God can heal anybody at any time using any means. God can heal those with faith, and God can heal those without faith. Again, God can heal those with faith, and God can heal those without faith because he is God all by himself. Amen? Let's delve into our foundational facts, foundational facts. Praise God. Is it God's will for me to be healed? Is it God's will for me to be healed? This is 3 John 2. It says, Beloved, I pray that in every way you may. No, let's do that better. Church, y'all ready to read? Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Everyone say, God's will is for me to prosper and be in good health. Okay, praise God. Number two, can God lie? This is Numbers 23, 19. Y'all ready to read? God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, will he not do it? Or has he spoken it, and will he not make good and fulfill it? Okay, so if God's will is for me to be uh, healthy, praise God, he cannot lie, so that's the will of God for my life. Amen. Number three, number three, as God said something he cannot do, Isaiah 55, 11. Y'all ready? So will my word be, which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, useless, without result, without accomplishing what I desire, and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. So whatever God's word says, I have to receive it as mine. Amen? It's already done. Praise the Lord. Will God ever change? Hebrews 13 and 8. 
Ready, read. Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday, today, and forever. So with that being said, if God did it then, God can do it now. Now, you have to make up in your mind what you believe. If God did it then, God can do it now. If God did it before, God can do it again. God is no respecter of person. God respects faith. God, God, see, honor, he honors faith. So I have to make up in my mind, if he did it for them, he can do it for me. Praise God. Is God all-knowing? Matthew 10, 30, y'all ready to read? But even the very hairs on your head are all numbered, for the Father is sovereign and has complete knowledge. Praise God. Pastor, how God knows all. He knows what you're going through. He knows your tears. He knows everything. Trust him. Trust him. Praise God. Does God know what I'm going through? Here it is, Psalm 56 and 8. It says this. Y'all ready? You've kept track of my every toss and turn through the sleepless nights. Each tear entered your ledger, each ache written in your book. God knows and sees. Praise God. What's the next one? Is there something impossible for God? Luke 18.27 says, but he said the things that are impossible with people are possible with God. Never allow your situation, your predicament, your circumstance to get you to a place where you don't believe God can do it. Never allow your ability to compare yourself to God's ability. See, understand, our God is a limitless God. It may be impossible for you, but it's possible for God. And you have to make up in your mind that I believe it's so when it's not so in order for it to be so. You have to believe now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You got to believe that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither enter the heart of man what God has in store for those who walk uprightly. You got to believe that the righteous are bold as lions. You got to believe that I can speak to my mountain and my mountain shall be removed. You have have to believe, praise God. That's how faith works. God will meet you on the level of your faith. He, glory to God. Can God break a promise? 2 Corinthians 1.20. Here it is. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. So Christ is the fulfillment of the promise. Christ is the fulfillment of the promise. So, with that being said, so once Christ gave his life, the promise, I had access to the promise. So, let's, let me help you. If, if God has told you yes, don't allow any man to tell you no. I'm going to say it again. If God has said yes to you, you cannot allow anyone to tell you no. Now, Pastor, how do you do that? Well, guess what? I keep on asking till I find the right person to say yes. I'm not going to get weary in well-doing. For I understand in due season, I will reap what I have sown if I faint not. See, so you have to make up in your mind that people can't tell you no. Pastor, that's crazy. No, I didn't say, I didn't say, let me be clear. If God has spoken to you and you have received it, it is already done. Now, the devil will have some people come along and tell you no, but you got to dust your shoulders off. You see, see, you, you're not talking to me. I understand you got a title and responsibility, but see, you're not talking to me. Because see, God already told me yes. And if God told me yes, you can't tell me no. Now, I appreciate your, who you are, but I don't receive that. Amen. That's why, that's why oftentimes you can't say, you can't take what people take, say about you personally. What did God say about you? Amen? Because there'll always be haters. Amen. That's just, that come on, that's with life, praise God. Hallelujah. Let your haters be your motivators. 
Hey, yes, praise God. Hallelujah. He says this last sentence, is God a healer? Exodus. Let me read the last sentence. Everyone say, I am the Lord who heals you. He didn't say might heal you. I am the Lord who heals you. Oh, boy, praise God. Let's jump into my name's main text today. I'm teaching from John chapter 11, John chapter 11. John chapter 11, I'll be on the screen for you. Praise the Lord. It says this, now a certain man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village where Mary and her sister Martha lived. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair, uh, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So the sisters sent word to him saying, Lord, he, our brother and your friend, whom you love, is sick. Now, I realize they gave a lot of background saying, you know, this is the lady that washed his feet and did everything with her hair, and this is your friend. I believe they were trying to put the context that they were trying to say, Jesus, he is special, your friend. Uh, every now and then, people try to manipulate friendships. Uh, you notice how they try to, I washed your feet. You need to come now. Oh, people do that in church. Pastor, you, Pastor this, this is an emergency. You need to come right, right now. That, look, look, look at the description. Look, 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 look. This is the Mary who took her expensive perfume. That was a year worth of wages and anointed you. Mm-hmm. And with her hair, come on, ladies, your hair? Come on, let's be honest, your hair. I mean, I know some people are really sensitive about their hair. Leave it right there. Next slide, next slide. That's real, man. When Jesus heard this, he said, this sickness will not end in death. Now, Pastor, how does Jesus know? Well, he is all-knowing. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the first He's the last. He's all-knowing. But look what he says. But on the contrary, it is for the glory and the honor. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways. And it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 
101-801-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Contrary, it is for the glory and the honor of God so that the Son of God may be glorified by it. So now let me be clear. Sickness does not bring God glory. I'm going to say it again. Sickness. You know, sometimes, well, the Lord made me sick. No, 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 no. God, God gets no glory in you being sick. Why? Because that's not a good testimony. God gets glory in healing you from sickness, but there's no glory in you being sick. So don't, 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 <laughs> when the Lord made me sick, that's not glory. See, see, if, if, if I am not well and I can't serve him properly, what gives God more glory, me in church serving him or me sick? God gets glory out you being well. Now, in the midst of going through a season of sickness, you can give God glory. Difference. Amen? So, so with that, I have to allow that when I go through seasons or trials of suffering, it's an opportunity for me to give God glory. Pastor, what do you mean? Every time I go through a season of trial, tribulation, or suffering, it's my opportunity to identify with Christ's suffering, and then how I respond and act as I go through is an indicator of my spiritual maturity. As Job says, naked I come in, naked I go out. Blessed be the Lord. Guess what? Just because you come to church, you tithe sometimes. No, let me leave that. And and just because <laughs> just because you think you're doing everything right does not mean you are immune to suffering. God says He reigns on the just and the unjust. Why? Because something happens when you go through. Oh, glory, something, maturity happens when you go through. Something happens when you go through the storm. Your faith is being built. As you go through the storm, you realize he is Jehovah Jireh. As you go through the storm, you realize he is Jehovah Rophi. As you go through the storm, you realize that he is Jehovah Rapha. As you go through the storm, you realize he's Adonai. As you go through the storm, you realize he's Jehovah Shammah. As you go through the storm... As you go through these storms, your character, you get to find out different parts of his character because you just thought he was a healer. You didn't realize he was Savior. He was Lord. He was Master. He's the all in all. So as you go through these seasons, God gets the opportunity to reveal himself to you. Hebrews says that we are surrounded by a multitude of witnesses. See, if we just stop right now and do like they used to do and do a testimony service, we'd be here all day. Because guess what? If, if I had time to tell you my testimony. <laughs> so when the Bible says in Hebrews, we are surrounded by witnesses. Everybody in here can tell you a story of when God moved. Oh, God. He catch you. He'll catch you by yourself, and he'll 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 step in that room when you thought you were by yourself. 
He'll step right in and say, here I am. Rest, child. He'll step right in and say, look, I got your money. I step right in. I know you're hurting right now, but let me be your peace in the midst of your storm. He'll step right in your situation. Oh, glory. All right, Holy Spirit, let's go then. That's where you want to go. So he so God will be glorified as you go through. Verse 5, now Jesus loved and concerned about Martha and her sister Lazarus and considered them their friends. Uh-oh, their relationship. So even when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed in the same place two more days. But I thought you loved them. Oh, no, it's bigger than that. Verse 7, then he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. Disciples said to him, Rabbi, teacher, the Jews, only recently they try to kill you. They want to stone you. We can't go back there. Ah, you are thinking of going back there again. Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of light in the day? Anyone who walks in the daytime does not stumble because he sees by the light of this world. The, the light is speaking of you're walking in God's way. See, if you understand that when God before you, nothing can be against you. When you understand, I'm walking the light and praise God. I, I, listen to this. Get out of the way of a blessed person because you can't stop them. See, see, when you're walking in the light, I don't care what you say or talk about that person. It just seems like God just keeps blessing them. See, see, that's why... You can't fight the anointing. If God put it on you, just leave him alone. Because all you're going to do is frustrate yourself. Oh, glory. <laughs> but if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because there's no light in him. He said this after that, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going to take there, I'm going to go wake him. The disciples asked, Lord, if he's fallen asleep, he will cover, he can wake up. However, Jesus said, spoken of his death, but they thought he was referring to a natural sleep. Now, look and be clear. No, he dead. He graveyard dead. So then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And here it is, look. For your sake, I'm glad that I was not there so that you may believe. Pastor, what do you mean? Jesus is the embodiment of healing. Okay, let me say it this way. Jesus is is salvation, okay? So, if salvation comes in, you saved. So, if Jesus stepped in the room as the embodiment of healing, he would have been healed. So, Jesus knew I couldn't get too close to the situation because it would have pulled on me. Oh, God. So, when you get the rev, Jesus says, look, I know I can't be in the... See, the Bible says that, that even the shadow people got healed off the shadow. They said the handkerchief, if you can just get anywhere close to it, it had to come off on you. So, Jesus says, I can't get too close because, see, the anointing on me is so strong. They said when Jesus walked, people got healed. So, Jesus says, if I go and he's sick, I've already done that. That ain't special. I'm going to wait till he's dead four days. So, then now, you, you have no excuse. Uh, there, there's no way you're going to uh, manufacture how this happened. You're going to have to say, well, it had to be God. Because, see, people want to use different 
uh, excuses for how he was doing stuff. So he said, you know what? I, I want to give you a better example of who I am. I am the resurrection. I am the life. Woo! No one comes to me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. Then Thomas, who was called Didymus, the twin, said to the fellow disciples, let's go too, that we may die with him. You see how people funny? This is the same Thomas. The same Thomas. Come on, I don't believe. Let me touch the hole in the side. People are funny, boy. Hallelujah. That's all right, but he was bold right here. Verse 17. So when Jesus arrived, he found Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Four days. Verse 18. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to see Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning the loss of their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, he went to, she went to meet him while Mary remained sitting in the house. But then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. Uh-oh. Statement. Even now, I know, I don't think, even now, I know that whatever you asked, God, he will give you. I want to ask you today. Anybody got some even now faith? So, so even though, even now, my money is funny and my change is strange, but guess what? Even now, God can still do it. I know what the doctor said, but even now, guess what? I know they left you, but guess what? Even See, what you got to get in your spirit is some even now faith. Because what happens, your life, you'll look at all your situations, you look at your bills, you look at your problems, and all of a sudden they start talking to you. No, you got to say, even oh glory. There were some brothers in, in Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas, and they had been beaten and scourged. The Bible says they were stripped and they were put in the inner prison. And in the midst of it, these two brothers decided that I'm going to start a praise party. And the Bible says they praised and worshiped God in the midst, even now, even though they were locked up, even though they had gone, even now. And they made up in their mind, I'm going to praise God even now. And the Bible says around me, Midnight, suddenly there was a great earthquake and all the shackles came off. Guess what? Every now and then you got to make up in your mind that I'm not going to allow my predicament to change my praise. I'm not going to allow what I'm going through to change my praise. Oh, I praise God in the good times. I praise God in the bad times. I praise God when my money is funny. I praise God when my money is good. I praise God when I'm hungry. I praise God when I'm... Guess what? I'm a praiser. You got to make up in your mind that you will not allow what you're going through to steal your praise. Huh. See, the enemy, come on, everyone give God a shot of praise. Right there. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, family. Here's what the enemy does. The enemy of your soul wants to steal your praise. Why? Because your breakthrough is locked up in your praise. So if he can get you to shut your mouth. See, see. <laughs> There was a season when my money was funny and my change was strange. When I was searching for God because he called me to preach. I didn't want to preach because I didn't feel qualified to preach. And we didn't have any money for about six months. And I had savings. I tithed what I used to make and I had no income. 
Pastor, you had no job? No. I left my business. I tithed what I was making and gave offering on zero. Pastor, how you do that? Well, guess what? I'm a faith walker. I'm giving God a down payment on the tithe I don't even have yet. See, see, some of y'all don't understand. See, people ask me, Pastor, why stuff happened for you? Because I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm radical. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.